Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene. But human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, look how many colors I can fit in a sunset. Human nature says, look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth. But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's all-natural acid and indigestion relief. A drug-free remedy for human nature. Available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. They found a diary. A death diary. Welcome, guys, to Talk Birds to Me, your favorite true crime comedy co- pod. <laughs> I think that should just stay as is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, natural. Oh, natural. Oh, sh. Ah, what a beautiful sound. It is. It truly is. Ooh. Mm. It's going to be good. All right, John, why don't you tell us what our clues were tonight? I only told you one clue. I, feel like, r- I feel like we have to say that Bel- let wa- Belgian waffles were the other clue. Yeah. Well, Belgian, Belgium was just, I just wanted to eat Belgian waffles. Oh, so. I didn't really want that as a clue. So does Belgium oh. have nothing to do with the story? It does. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know. So the clue. You don't is, think Belgium has anything to do with this no, story? No, I think that someone gets shot at a Waffle House. What? That actually happened here a couple months no, ago. No, the clue is diocese. Yeah, so. They could have been a member of the diocese of wherever. Okay, it is in Belgium. Nicole's going to Belgium tomorrow. I am. She's leaving us. So I thought I'd do a special Belgium episode. Well, thank you for the opportunity so that I can share some lots and lots of annoying Belgian fun facts for you guys. Because she was third place in her school's geography being. That's true. That's so true. I um, also, before I lived in Belgium for a year, I uh, was a political science major in the first poli-sci class i had in college um we'd all had to pick a country out of a hat and we had to like write a series of papers on the political um state of um that country the country that i happened to draw out of a hat was belgium so i learned a lot during my freshman fall year and then lived there my junior year did that uh influence your choice of where to go for traveling abroad um, I don't know if I, I would say it influenced it, but I would say it was, it felt very serendipitous to me that that was what I drew out of a hat. Mm. And so now so we're good. also drinking some Belgian beer. Mm-hmm. So tonight's special drink is, uh, I picked out two, um, two different kinds of beers for us. The first is, um, uh, I think they're called Trappist beers, but they're actually brewed by monks in mm. abbeys. That's really good. Um, let's take a sip guys. What's it called? This is St. Bernardus. St. Bernardus. That's nice. Yeah, it's very Ooh. good. So I've I've actually been to one of these abbeys before. I haven't been to that particular one. I think they an had. Abbey. What are you talking about? Abbeys are places where monks live. Yes. Or nuns. Oh. And they usually like craft something. Like there's an abbey here in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mepkin Abbey. I thought, they, I thought monks weren't supposed to drink. They're, I don't they know might, if they do, but. They brew it. They Just brew like it the and they mo- make cheese. They yeah. At least in the one that I went to. Trappist monks also make the, those jellies, the mm. preserves. Jelly shots? <clears throat> no. Oh. Um, like the Trappist preserves are made by monks. I don't remember oh. where. Um, and also Mepkin Abbey in uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. They make they, they have farms and they're known for their mushrooms. Yeah. Don't like get crazy ideas. Obstinate Daughter has like a Mepkin Ash Abbey mushroom dish mm. that's... Um, that's excellent. So another fact about Belgian beer is that it has twice the alcohol content of a typical beer. So in our one glass, we're really drinking two. Um, so that's where you just have to be a little careful when you're drinking the Belgian stuff. The other beer that I got for us tonight, um, you'll hear us comment on the taste of it. It is my favorite beer of all time. It's called Triple Caramelite. Um, it's surprise shot time. Surprise shots. 
are pride shops. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Except one of us knows what they are. Ooh. Because we picked the shop. Oh, I like that little oh, add-on at the end. Yeah. What you? What was it? What, what was the verse on there? The lyrics. Except one of us knows what they are because we picked the shot. Oh, okay. All right. So this Sit shot, here. it was selected by me. I know I struck out with the last drink that I made. And I wouldn't say you struck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was awful. Yeah, you struck out. Yeah. But, that, but that wasn't your fault. That was no. like the recipe's fault. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. Okay. That so. was the first time we couldn't drink it. I know. No, the tomato drink. No, we, we drank still drank it. it. I drank it. So did we. We all did. All right. Cheers, guys. Oh, that's not bad. That's that's pretty good. Okay, it's some. It's Jack Daniels. No, it's something like that. Whiskey. Some whiskey. Is it a, I was, is it a whiskey? It is a whiskey. It's a whiskey. It's a. Uh, You're not gonna guess it. Well, it's definitely a whiskey. It I, is a whiskey. I don't is know. It, if it's like f- something flavored, is mm-hmm. it like Coke flavored whiskey? No. It tastes almost like um, the uh, the Jack, the Honey Jack, or whatever. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, what is it? This is. Backstage Southern Peach Mint Whiskey. Hmm. This is... Never would have guessed that combo. This is Darius Rucker's. Oh, what? Nice. Darius Rucker. Uh, yeah. So, Darius Rucker, a.k.a. Hootie and the Blowfish. Shout out. We saw you at Lowe's the other day. That's right. You saw him again? No. No, this is like I mean, it was it was still a while ago. But I also saw him at Verde back when I, like, very first moved here. The combination caught my eye because... Yeah, interesting. I like it. It doesn't. I wouldn't. I still don't feel like I taste those. Things. No, but I don't it's, know. Maybe, it's not maybe bad. Maybe I need though. another shot to to tell. Yeah, maybe. It's not bad. I like. I thought. I think that's a good shot. Yeah, solid choice. Thank you. And I guess before we get started, maybe we should do two quick or three maybe quick um plugs on things that we're getting started oh yeah um so we've got some social media pages mm-hmm. obviously we've got facebook mm-hmm. we're on instagram now yep. as well twitter even um, though we haven't really tweeted uh, yeah i'm not I, I, the twitter is not really my my thing i'm like only just starting to get instagram and how that works yeah um so we're we're on social media please like our pages please leave us a comment on itunes um but also we've got some swag uh that we're really um really proud of that we're getting um getting out there so feel free to purchase some talk murder swag we've also got some things that are just for if you loved true crime podcasts in general some swag that you might like um and finally we've got a patreon page so Mm -hmm. if you really love us um we would greatly appreciate you guys supporting our podcast through patreon even if it's a dollar a month or if even if you want a hundred dollars a month we've got some juicy things in there if you want to be our sugar daddy so another fun fact about Belgian beers is that beers, each beer is served in its own glass. Hmm. So I am not being proper tonight um, by serving my beers in Stella glasses. I do have two Duval glasses, which are really nice. And that's really like similar glasses to what the triple caramelite um, glasses are poured in so my mission when i'm gone and i'm like can't believe i just remember this before we started recording uh, i wasn't going to bring my purse i was just going to bring like my backpack or whatever in like a you know bag for the wedding but i remembered i wanted to bring my bigger purse so that i can go and steal these glasses while i'm out so you might not want to incriminate yourself eh, yeah. whatever i've stolen all those glasses that are over there Peter so. john lose that yeah hey guys also so i told you the hint was diocese so yes. I also need Jen's help since she has knowledge on the on Catholicism, Catholicism, so she can weigh in with that because I have no idea about that stuff and and this not just about the religion but the structure of how Catholicism is laid out. So, where do you want to start from the top or the bottom? That's is that what a she priest? Said. <laughs> is that a pre- Catholic <laughs> priest joke? <laughs> Let's start with them kids. I need a, a sound effect with the drum kit. Let boom boom. John, cut that. No, that's no. Good. no. Loop that, future John. Go ahead. Start All from right. where you want to start. So you have, uh, you have the Pope, who is the head of the Catholic Church. Um, you have cardinals. Who's the, what's the Pope? Pope now? Francis. Pope Francis. He's new, right? Um, he's like a couple years, three, yeah. three, maybe three or four. 
Shout out Pope Francis if you're listening to this. What up? I highly doubt the Pope is listening to this. Isn't he Jesuit? <laughs> um, he might be, but okay, I, I remember Jesuit? like it was a big deal at school. Oh yeah, because he was impure. I remember that. No, 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 because no. he was like a, he was not impure, but he was like a down to earth type guy. He like supported like, Jesuit. I, I went to like- a Jesuit college so i feel like i, think I thought it was that a big was deal for them. that was might have been benedict no because francis wasn't he was put in, francis wasn't in until um i mean i may have seen it on facebook from people because i had there were like people who i went to school with that went like one into the priesthood and stuff oh, like yeah. that anyway um so he's the head of the catholic church and then you have cardinals who are below the pope and then you have archbishops and bishops Bishops and archbishops are kind of like archbishop. Archbishop is like higher than the Bi- than a bishop because they're like a head of multiple bishops, right? Like right. So like, uh, and then after bishops, you have priests. Uh, um, no, after bishops, you have monsignors, and then you have like regular. Oh, priests. I didn't realize that monsignors were higher than priests. Mm-hmm. And then you have like, what's the difference between between a priest and a monk? A, a monk is not a priest. He's a brother. So it'd be like, he's like... A monk and a brother is the same thing. Yeah. A, and a sister and a nun is the same thing. Right. Yeah. And then you have, like, the parish. Like, people who go... You have the lay people who are not holy people. I mean, not... Like me. No, no. I mean, like, no, no, no. Well, yeah, we are all <laughs> technically lay people. But, like, they're yeah. not... They're not... Um, they're not ordained in any way and you can be a lay person but be a third order of like third order carmelite nun or whatever or sister of saint joseph or one of the orders you can be a lay person and still be in that was my high school they were the sisters of saint joseph oh that's where like one of my best friends she works for them she's like one of the assistant directors but i'm not mentioning names because we can't mention names but you know who you are that's the rundown. Um, no, I'm not done. No, yet. we haven't even gotten to diocese yet. So, so then, um, so lay people who attend uh, mass, you can, there are churches, and the church is made up of the group of people, and then uh, the parish is part of the diocese, which is a group of churches in an area, and the uh, diocese group of churches in an area. Okay, yeah. and then like the archdiocese is like the bigger diocese, like the archdiocese of Boston. You have like mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting that we're you know like. Growing up, obviously, Archdiocese of Boston took a lot of heat uh, with all their sex scandals. And then, have you guys yeah. seen the documentary, oh, yeah. The Keepers? The, no, yes. no, it's called. Oh, yeah, Keepers. Were you talking about Keepers. Spotlight? In, no, The Keepers. In, ba- yeah. in Baltimore, also where That's I went to college. That was fantastic. But there's there's a lot of church scandal out there. Yeah. Which is sad. Very sad. Especially, you know. For someone that's been that is an active member of the church, like to think yeah. that that stuff goes on is it's sad. Um, yeah, because it we, makes all you guys look bad. I would you know? say like that was when that stuff was going on. I don't know. There was like a short period of time. Like I, I used to only go to mass when like either one when I was with my father's side of um, like my grandparents because mm-hmm. they would go they go to church every mm-hmm. Sunday. So when we that's were the with them, side. that's the Catholic side. My mom's side is Jewish. So whenever we were with my grandparents, who are still at Meme and Pepe, um, we would have to go to church whenever we were with them on a Sunday. Um, but then, what, I feel like it was like when nine eleven happened. For whatever reason, my family, like my dad, was like, "I'd I'd like to start going to church again." For whatever reason, yeah, I'm sure everyone did. And then when the scandal in Boston broke out, he's like, "Fuck that! I ain't doing this shit." And we just stopped going and i only went like when we had like school services and right. stuff like that which you know sure it was awkward for my mom too yeah like she's probably like what the fuck well, is this shit i mean it's like it's tough because you know that especially and that hits home too because that's you know where we grew up was yeah. in massachusetts and there were some priests from my diocese that were implicated Oof. and um so it's it's tough it's tough for that to happen i think i was a little bit too young to completely fully understand what was going on Mm -hmm. um but when you look back at it it's you have to there's two sides of it like you you can't believe that that's something like that happened especially in an institution where you're growing up and you're learning the curriculum and you you know for me like i went to catholic school literally from pre-kindergarten to 12th grade so like the the college yeah yeah, for me yeah so like for an institution that you're literally 
you know, grew up in and are fully involved in and it's part of my own identity i would say mm-hmm. um that it's it's kind of heartbreaking but on the other hand it's like how like yes there was it was to cover up but like it's not all of them there are some bad people and there's not like not everyone is good but not everyone's bad but not everyone's Did you see bad spotlight yes that was a great movie too mm-hmm. it was does this have anything to do like is there a sex scandal in belgium is that where we're is are we heading that way no we're going to Bruges. Bruges is like a little Venice. All right, come on now. It's my favorite part of the show. You guys guess what what I'm going to be talking about. I already said I think someone gets shot in a Waffle House. There's no Waffle Houses in Belgium. Well, too they bad. literally have real waffles. I mean, yeah, I was going to say I was going to say they have kind of like <laughs> oh, Waffle shit. Houses, but they um you know, they're a little bit different. They're like actual, just like vendors and their waffles. Yeah, right, someone Nicole. gets shot there. It's a priest. A no, priest gets shot. We're going to Belgium. There's no waffle houses in Belgium. Is that your final guess? A priest gets shot outside of a waffle vendor. Stand. Nicole, please. Okay, um, someone is thrown into one of the canals in Bruges and drowned. Do you, have you ever seen a doctor flick a syringe? Yeah. Yeah. You know why he does that? To, to get, get the, the bubbles out. out. What what happens if the bubbles don't get out? Because the bubble can kill you. Mm-hmm. How? With the, too with much the, oxygen. With the air. How? It'll cause a... A, p- blo- a uh. clot? No. An air embolism. It'll cause there an air embolism. There you go. Air embolism. Okay. So exactly. this is medical. I'm we're going to learn tonight. Embolism. Guys, air we're learning. Embolism. Air embolism. We're learning. Spell embolism. E-M-B-E-L-Y-S-M. I'm geography, no. not spelling. Yes. E- what is it? E M B E L. No, B O L. E M B O L Y. Let's learn. Let's be educated. An arterial air embolism is. A R T E I T R I A L. Is air that goes into your arteries. Arteries. And a venous air embolism. Veins. There you go. Okay. Listen, I'm going to tell you. Do you want to know the best murder? What's the best murder weapon you can think of? Insulin. Insulin's one. All right, a knife. What would you say? A knife? Killing me with a no, knife? You no. thought about it. No, no, no. I was going to say, what was that? Um, chloroform. Yeah. Tell me what the best murder weapon is. You said chloroform. An, no, I said an insulin. Air bubble. Insulin. An air bubble in your insulin. No, air bubble in your veins because it's it's oxygen and, and it, that it naturally occurs in your body so it won't. Listeners out there, don't go buy a gun. Don't go buy a knife. If you buy a knife, it's too bloody. The kitchen floor gets all bloody. Listen, if you watch Forensic Files, they can find it. Luminol has been around for 20 years. They'll find it. No matter how hard you scrub, there's always a speck. Just watch Staircase. There's always specks on the ceiling. Okay, if you buy a gun. Did he do it? Yes, he did it. If you buy a gu- if a gun to shoot your loved one, we get we get it. They could trace. They could trace that. They could trace the shell case. Jason, oh my god, was an air bubble. So the best method out there for killing anyone that I have found so far is with air. Why air? You say love is like oxygen. Well, air is free. It's all around you. Just <gasps> everyone, take a breath. <gasps> I wouldn't trust that. He might have farted. <laughs> the other week I told you about Elizabeth Wetlaufer, the angel of death. Jim, you're not even listening. The angel of death. The angel of death. How does she kill people? With insulin. With insulin. But they can trace that, right? Because they can see that the blood sh- or the blood sugar levels drop. You know, they go into a coma. But what if she didn't put any insulin in there? What if she just pumped that vein full of air? Let me really quickly tell you ways that you can... Because air embolisms is a real thing. Well, we talked about that. Yeah, so here's other ways that you could get it. Number one, surgery is one of the most common. So when you have a artery or a vein opened up in your body somewhere, air could get in there and then go to your heart, kill you. Lung trauma, so when you get in a car wreck or whatever, your lung splits open, air can travel in there. Scuba diving, this Hmm. is why you don't hold your breath too long underwater or rise to the top too quickly because air can travel into your veins and get into your lungs. You could die 
I did not know that. Make me second guess scuba diving. Yeah, I guess that's why you have to be specially trained before you go. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I should have known, but I never even heard of, combat explosions. Actually, the most common fatal injury from IED blasts is called blast lungs, which is not actually the explosion killing people. It's the the trauma it causes in the lungs. They open up and then air rushes in there. Hmm. It's kind of crazy. I had no idea. And number five ways that you can get an air embolism. And I'm saying this because I really care about our audience and I want them to really understand that this is something you have to worry about. Blowing into the vagina during oral sex. (laughs) If there is any injury or tear in your vagina and you have oral sex, you could get an air embolism. Jen, why are you looking at me like that? Wait, wait, wait. So if you have an injury to your vagina where there's a Yeah, if there's an opening... Where there's a cut yeah. in your vagina and this, you blow into it, you can cause an air ambulance a- embolism. This embolism. is from Healthline, Jen. Why are you looking at me like that? That's I'm just, funny. I, it's Jen. This is from Carissa Stevens, not, did I say, registered nurse, CCRN, CPM, CPN, or whatever. Did I say I didn't believe you? She says I this. didn't say anything. The reason doctors flick the needle. They got to make damn sure that they get all the air bubbles out of there. Because even the smallest air bubble will kill a patient. Mm -hmm. It could either clog the arteries, which will not allow blood to go to the heart because it stops it. Mm -hmm. Or the bubble itself could travel to the heart or the lungs or the brain, causing a stroke, a heart attack. So the best way to kill people is with air. Yeah. Because it's untraceable. Yeah. The only thing they could trace is an actual prick mark where you put the needle. But they can't. When you're in a hospital, you may have a ton of prick marks anyway. So unlike poisoning, they can actually test the substance. Unlike a knife, they can see the blood. Unlike a gun, they can test the barrel and the shell casing, right? Air, they can't test. Let's kill people with air. Let's so our listeners know we do not condone murder on this. We just talk about it. Okay, Nicole, what is Belgium known for? What's what's Belgium really known for? Like, what what makes Belgium Belgium? There are a few things: French fries, yes. Oh, fries, got it. Frites, beer, beer, chocolate, 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 and waffles. Waffles. There's one more, but you got four out of five. Um, the fact that they want to split into two countries because they are French and no. Dutch. So Belgium, <laughs> oh, you said waffles, fries, chocolate, beer. But you forgot the most obvious one is euthanasia. Oh. <laughs> I hope that set oh. the mood. <laughs> That's lovely. Oh, no. Okay, so just. Hey, Belgium, love you for all four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, in the 2000. All right, December 20th, 1999, the Senate met to discuss a euthanasia bill, which legalized euthanasia. Two years later, they approved it for minors. Since then... For minors? For minors, under 18. That's ridiculous. I am going to comment, and I think I... I am... I... Hmm... You, okay, I'm two, assuming you disagree with euthanasia. I do. I disagree with euthanasia. I agree with euthanasia. The deaths... 2016 to 17, death toll... Now, this is just not in Belgium. It's, it's like three other countries that adopted it right after Belgium. Like Belgium was the first, right? Yeah. Let's go Belgium, right? So over 4,000 people were killed. Or not killed. They they chose to they, die. Yeah, they... What do you call it? Ado- they chose to die. They agreed to die. Consented. They consented to die. Three children under 18 was in that list. And Jen's done. So, sorry, I, I just confused the shit out of you. Beer. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now about a guy in Belgium. In Bruges. That was convicted a few months ago. He was actually arrested in 2014. Okay. But he finally went to trial in February. When was he killing people? And he was convicted of killing five people. He was acquitted of a six, but investigators and myself doing my research know for a fact, and I'm going to get into this, that he is solely responsible for killing up to, if not more than, 48 victims. What? And what is this? During what years? Is this when I was there? Uh, When were you there? 2011 to 2012. What what date? 2011. Like what... uh... August 2011 to 
July 2012. I was there for a year. Um, his last victim, yeah. So <gasps> could have been you. Oh my god! No, no. It's different towns. Okay, so listen. Yeah, but that doesn't wait, wait. Mean you can't travel. He was convicted in the. And I'm probably mispronouncing it. The Assisi Court? Assisi. Assisi yeah. Court in Bruges. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was convicted in the Assisi Court in Bruges, but he was a practicing nurse in Menon, Menon, Menon Belgium. Menon Tights. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Good movie. The first victim occurred in 1978. Oh. The last victim occurred in 2011. Whoa. And not only that oh shit the last victim this no. guy kills his mom in 2011 <gasps> the last victim what the fuck he also killed two great uncles and his dad what a bad son so, so out of the four out of five people he can he was convicted of killing it were members of his own family yeah now he killed up to 48 people but as I'll talk about, this was over a 30-something year period. And he was only convicted of five. And there is very little evidence. And I'll get into later, if you want to put someone behind bars without spending years and years digging up every victim, you can go and just convict someone on a sure thing. And that's what they did. Because he's, he's this guy is 61 years old. So... Yeah. They wanted to put him in jail until he's dead. Yeah. But if they chased down all 48 victims, which they had little evidence of, they only had one piece of evidence, which I'll get into. If they chased down all the victims, it would take years to build a case. And then once they finally do, there's no value added, quote, according to the experts, no value added. They could just get him with his direct family members. So he got... Charged and convicted, he was brought to the courts of Aziz for 10 murders. Assisi, yep. Assisi. He got charged with five, which included his mother, his his father, two great uncles, and a patient in the nursing center he was working in. In Bruges. In Bruges. In Menin. Oh. Yeah. Let me bring you back and introduce you to the Deacon of Death. Ooh. Wow. What his, a name. Yeah. Now, his name was dubbed accurately, in my opinion, by the media, the Deacon of Death, because he was a deacon. He was a former deacon. So deacons, just to interject here, um, are, are a step below a priest. They're like priests in training? Not necessarily. They're like priest assistants, I guess, is the most mm. simple term I can do can, can give you. They are ordained... Um, but fun fact, if you're a deacon before you get married, if you become a deacon before you get married, you can't marry because you're technically ordained a deacon. But if you become a deacon after you get married, you can still be married. But you can never be a priest then? Right. Unless your wife dies and then you go into the priesthood. Interesting. Well, he was married, but it is very interesting to know that... His wife mysteriously dies? No, his wife does not mysteriously... Well, when he was arrested in 2014, his wife decided to leave him. Maybe because she knew that he was killing people. He killed 48 people. So she's now his ex-wife, but she still supports him. (laughs) His name is Ivo Pape. P-O-P-P-E. Pope. Catholic? Yeah. 61 years old now. Deacon turned executioner. His first taste of murder was with his great uncle. Mm-hmm. His name was Maurice Van Haverbeck. So he's 22. He goes to nursing school, right? And his uncle, which was 79 at the time. Now, here's a point you got to... This, why do you think I brought up euthanasia? Because it was a mercy killing. Oh my God, Jen. I, that is exactly... Ding, ding, ding. That is exactly what the killer wants everyone to believe. Oh. His exact words. Shit. A mercy killing. Everyone that I killed, all 48 people, 
We're suffering from terminal illnesses. Who are you to decide that it's their time to die? You're no one, sir. You're no one. Yeah. And the reason I brought up the euthanasia law in the first place is because if you say, okay, maybe he was a mercy killer, euthanasia wasn't legalized until the 2000s. Yes, but even if... His first murder was 20 years prior to that. But even if it was, quote unquote, a mercy killing... Um, and even if euthanasia is legal now and wasn't then, the patient has to consent to that because Agreed. if they don't consent, it's actually I would say well documented. It's, it's actually a law. You cannot. Well, I mean, in the United States, I don't know about Belgium, uh, but like euthanasia, you 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 have to. It has to be consent from the uh, patient. Otherwise, it's just murder. Yes. Have you? Um. Um. It, it's a topic of um. Be before you. I've never seen it or read it, and I wanted to see it. It's on Hulu or Amazon. I also have the book. Sean got it for me. What is it called? The Me Before You. Oh, yeah. He becomes a deacon in 1996. But prior to that, he was a nurse. And even after he was deaconized, is that a word, deaconized? Um, ordained. <laughs> even after he was ordained. Yeah, he's, yeah funny he, how that works out. <laughs> even after he was ordained, he kept practicing, which allowed him to have access to his numerous victims. Huh? And his method of killing, his MO. Jen, what was it? Needling. Air bubbles. Needling. He would needle these air bubbles right into the veins. This is making me a little cautious uh, when I have to go get blood work done. Yes. Yes. A lot of people die from this. It's it just in hospitals, like non-intentionally. Maybe I should just ask them to do that for me so I don't have to pay those I medical mean, bills I got. Like except a, that would be like euthanasia. Like is okay. Like that, you're not going to get an air bubble necessarily from that. But like if they're drawing blood. Yeah, I know. I do have to get blood work done in the next few weeks. I'll just say, hey, just so you know, like... I have these medical bills that I can't pay, so if you just want to, like, put an air bubble in me, that'd what? be great. Jen! I know, that's really dark. You can't Jen. say that! What are y'all doing? Why is there 17 beers here on the table? What you pointing at? Alright, let me tell you how we got caught. So, you remember Elizabeth Wetlaufer? She yeah. got caught because she was addicted to drugs. You don't remember that, Jen? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Jen wasn't at the table, I don't think. Yes, I was. Yeah. I was the whole she time. was at so the table the whole time. how did she get caught? She got addicted to drugs, and then she went to get help. She was kind of crazy. So she kind of had a guilty conscience. Mm. And she was dating that woman that looked like a man who we thought was a man, but yeah, wasn't. Yeah. we really thought he was a man. <laughs> a total man. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Jen. No, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, I literally thought that her partner was a transgendered person. I mean, they may have been a transgendered person, but... Like, but identified as a man, but yeah. she wasn't. She identified as a woman. Yeah. She was a woman. In 2013, Ivo Pape, he, he had to get out of his guilty conscience. He just killed his own mother that had no record of saying she wanted to die at all. She wasn't terminally ill. She did have depression. Oh, she's not, so but she don't was, we all? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, so... But, so he killed her. Put in little air bubbles in her veins. Killed her dead. And he said that it was a mercy killing. Yeah, he, every one of these he says he's mercy killing. This guy, Paul Bernardo, but worse. Mm, I don't know. Paul Bernardo is probably one of the most fucked up yeah, that we've ever done. Yeah, I think that he is really bad. All right. 2013. <laughs> really great vocabulary. He was bad. 2013. 2013, Ivo Pape goes to a psychiatrist. Because he has trouble sleeping. He's got recurring nightmares. Well, no shit. You've been fucking killing people for 30 years. Including five of your own family members. Yeah. That we know of. Yeah. He goes to a psychiatrist. I can't sleep. And when I do sleep, I have all these nightmares. So, and then he just starts laying it out. Oh, by the way, I've killed... Yada, yada, yada. I've been injecting air, which is 78% nitrogen, 20% oxygen, into the veins of my victims. 2%. Other. (laughs) Other. (laughs) So, he wants, so a quote by him, quote, I wanted some help for my nightmares. 
I had a great need for therapy. That's what he says. So the psychiatrist says, thank God you came to me. Yeah, I'll help you. Excuse me while I go tell the authorities. Well, yeah, because <laughs> there are four there are there are four statutes of confidentiality. Confident. So mm. the um everything between a uh, clinician and or counselor or psychiatrist, whatever the term, wherever you're going to see, and a client, everything is confidential unless. The client reveals that they are going to be imminent harm to themselves, or they know that um, imminent harm to others, um, or it's court ordered. If the judge says, "Hey, I need your notes," like you have to, you mm-hmm. have to give your notes. Okay. Um, and or if the patient is a minor, in the parents, like, don't consent to it. Like even if the parents like request like it's because hmm. they're minor so interesting those are the four yeah so he confessed to a psychiatrist 2013 i've been killing dozens of people now remember he was a nurse in the saint george hospital in menin menin menin, menin sorry so the psychiatrist immediately goes to the courts and says hey this guy needs to be arrested asap because i believe he's going to continue doing this Okay, so immediately, immediately, which is great for Belgium, they arrested this asshole, put him in prison. Yeah. Thank God. So two years later, we get to his actual trial. But all you have is a confession to a psychiatrist. That can't hold up in court. Can it, though? Can it? The investigators, you know, doing their thing, they searched his home, all his belongings, they found a diary, a death diary. It had names and dates. Every victim systemized in calendar format, name, date of death, and then beside their name was a small cross. Every one of those victims, those people listed, were dead. There were 48 names in that journal. Whoa. That's how they got to the na- the, the number 48. Now. And that was including like his family members? Including his family members. Oh. Now this spans 30 something years. The first killing was in 1978. Mm-hmm. His great uncle. So I want you to put yourself in the investigator's shoes. This guy is 61 years old. He's suffering from terminal cancer. Mm. Which, what kind of cancer? I don't know. It didn't, didn't say. Mm. Which, good, right? Hope he dies real soon. I often find out the hard way that all IPAs are not created equal. Some are hot bombs that forget about flavor. Others only taste good if you drink them with a heavy meal. Fortunately, Founders Brewing Company has found a way to enjoy an IPA anytime and at any occasion with their all-day IPA. You can taste the hops, of course but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. Whether you're relaxing after a long day at work or hanging outside with your friends, all-day IPA will become one of your favorites. It's one reason why Founders is in the top 10 of the nation's craft breweries and a staple in my fridge. When you taste all-day IPA, you'll understand how they got there. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer and now hard seltzers too at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. He's suffering from terminal cancer. 61 years old. Do we really want to spend all that manpower and all that time going through all 48 throughout 30 years from 1978 to 2011? That's 40? 40 years, whatever. 
No, with a, closer to 30. With a, the only evidence we have is a journal with a cross with each name. We don't have... the. I mean, the bodies are all done for... You know, there's no other records, medical records. We have nothing. Mm. Do we really want to go back and try to convict someone for 48 killings when we can get him? So in their mind, which I think is brilliant, they were trying to get him for whatever they could get him fucking off the streets for. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So they got his family members, which is why he was convicted for killing five of his family members. His mother, his father, two great uncles. And they also convicted him for a patient that they knew for a fact that he killed in St. George Hospital. I mean, I I feel like that's like it's valid to try to just peg whatever you possibly can. I feel like it's kind of reminds of like a mob a mobster where like they can't peg them to all of these other things so instead they get them for like embezzlement or some other like financial related crime and then get them later after Um, they get all the details exactly so i feel like it's kind of similar to that which i can't necessarily fault them for not going after all 48 you have to put them in jail for the rest of their lives for whatever you know that you can get a a conviction for. and another point of that what's the one con the one downside about that is the family members, Jen. The ones who, listening. The family members that d- has lost victims that they're not yeah. getting investigated will not get the closure that they needed. That's, that's right. Because when investigators question this former deacon, Ivo Pape, and at first he gives two testimonies, but he recants them because... They made him sound guilty. He basically admitted to it, and then he recanted his statements. So That's not suspicious. And after that, so he's sitting in jail from 2012 to now. He's still in prison. And before the trial, they asked him, how many people did you kill? He's, this is his exact words. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure. Now, think in mind, he's, his mental health, uh, his overall health is ill. According to his defense lawyers, he's got terminal cancer, right? He's 61 years old. He's got memory problems. So he can't remember how many people he's killed. I'm sorry. I know. It's just, you asked me how many people I killed. I don't know. 48 seems like a lot. Let's say he said the maximum I've killed was 20. Okay. I'm sorry. What? Like, that's... Even okay. that. even get so, yourself a lawyer, sir. No, that he has a state appointed or country, whatever state yeah, appointed no lawyer. State, yeah, he's got a state appointed lawyer, and they their goal was this. Okay, you're an asshole. You admitted to killing all these people, even though you can't tell how many people you killed now, because Ivo Pape, the former deacon is a fucking asshole. You need to come out and you need to admit everyone you killed so you give those families closure. That cancer is going to eat you up while you sit in that cell because it just got convicted in February. So that cancer is eating you alive, boy. You better come out and you better tell everyone that you killed so these families get closure. That's me talking from the heart. Now, I'm just curious... Have you guys ever seen that movie Don Juan? Yes. Oh, that's a great movie. Not really. It's got a no, no. It's a great movie. Joseph Gordon. It's got a happy end. It's got Johanna Scarlet in it. Scarlet Johanna. Scarlet Johanna's. You like her? Yeah, I like her. I'm curious as to what would have happened to his title as a deacon if he was stripped of his title, Um, or if he was just. Uh, if he went to confession after each of these murders, or especially with the cross after the name of each victim, yeah, no, he got he got stripped of his title. He's a former deacon now. He's a former deacon. He now. immediately got stripped of his title. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the first thing that happened to him. He was got stripped of his title. The Catholic, the Catholic um, Church order. Doesn't Catholic want anything church. to do with that. They've got enough problems with all the, you know, the keepers he... on Netflix. Sorry, Jen, but you knew what this was. 
I love you, Jen. It's just like you said. It's it's a sour apple in a bunch. You, I didn't say anything. You said that perfectly. I did. One fucking asshole ruins it for everyone. Most most priests aren't like that. But most priests have a bad name because there's a couple priests that make it really shitty for everyone. Mm-hmm. That is not saying about the whole bunch. No, I didn't say anything. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, he did get stripped of his title. Was Yeah. Which is good because you don't want someone like that in a in a religion with a religious you know standing true because it, it, it distorts you know what i'm saying it, yeah i know what you're saying i don't care that this guy was a religious personnel i don't i just it makes it's me hard sick. to believe that he is, it makes me really yeah. sick because oh at 61 years old he can't remember i don't know how many people i killed yeah listen uh, let, let me tell you how it is remember. let me tell you how it is you go, Ivo Pape from Belgium, a deacon. He goes to a psychiatrist to get it off his own conscience. He should have gone been, to a priest. I don't care that this guy was in Catholic. Um, I don't care that he was a, a Catholic. Yeah, I don't care that he was a deacon. I don't care at all. I That does not make a difference to me. I, I don't even hate him for killing over a 30-year period, up to 48 people or more. Why do you hate him then? I hate him because he still cannot confess. He still yeah. has, oh, I can't remember. I don't know how many people I injected air into the veins, which is extremely painful. Ooh. You're talking about injecting small air bubbles. Think about a little air bubble, Jen. Going, hold out your forearm like that. I feel like that would be weird. Arm, or arm. I called you arm. Jen, hold out your arm. Arm, arm, arm. Arm, Hold out your Jen. Arm, hold out your Jen. And feel this little air bubble, Jen. You feel it going up your arm slowly. It hurts. Oh no, it's in my heart. You dead. That's oh, painful, weird. Jen. Oh, that was quick. That's painful. <laughs> and he's sitting there like, hey, they're never going to catch me. I'm killing you with air, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this would be great. I don't lie. hate that guy for that, Jen. That's saying a lot. I don't hate that guy for that. I hate the fact that he wrote letters while he was in prison. Are you there, God? It's me. No, no, he wrote. And he I wrote letters. That, no, he wrote letters to the victims' families. No, That's pucked up. Yeah, one couple whose daughter he he for uh did the funeral for he. He served at the served funeral. served at a funeral. He more than happy to. Oh, I'm my Pope. Weird. I'm Ivo Pope. I'm no deacon. I'm a great guy. I don't think I've got three kids. Happens, baby. I've got three kids. No, I've nay, got a nay, wife. Nay, nay, and I'm a great nay, guy. It's more like this. I'm not. I'm a deacon. I'm in Belgium and I'm a deacon. Listen, I can serve at your daughter's funeral, even though I fucking killed her. I'll serve at her funeral. Think, That's awful. Think Belgian accent. And then when he gets, I don't know what Belgium sounds like. Listen, when Dutch. he gets in prison, what scenes? When he gets in prison, he writes him a letter. This couple, Ivo Pape, served at the daughter's wedding, sent him, sent the couple wedding? a few, or funeral, sent the couple a few letters. He's got what? A few him. letters. The first one they actually read. It said, dear Miss, and the couple's not mentioned on any sides, but dear Mr. Victim, Mr. Miss Victim, I'm so sorry about your loss. Yada, yada, yada. I, it was a mercy killing. Please, it wasn't my fault. I was doing this because God wanted me to yada, yada, yada. (laughs) They said the two letters we got, quote, the two letters we got went straight into the trash. Mm. The couple, they said that. They didn't even give a shit. They knew exactly this guy was trying to, number one, and this is experts saying this, this guy was trying to minimize his crimes. Hey, I don't have, my, I don't have to go to court for two years. I'm sitting in prison. It's 2014. You know, his court was last February, five months ago. 
when he got tried? I got a couple years. Six. Right? I'm going to write all these letters. I'm going to write all hundreds of letters to families. And I'm going to minimize what I did. I'm going to say it's a mercy killing. Mm. It wasn't my fault. I was innocent. I was trying to take these people out of their misery, even though no one can, no one has reported saying that they want to die Mm -hmm. at all. And plus, if you wanted to euthanize someone, you probably should have chose a better method than smothering with a pillow or injecting air bubbles into their heart. There's way. more efficient ways and non-painful ways to die than injecting small air bubbles into someone's veins you piece of shit i hope you die in prison or rot in hell or both you know how we're talking about the me before you yeah you before me whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck it is me before you so like in 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 that particular case the person like was very willing like i'm paralyzed i want to die it feels like it's so it's not documented at all that these people were in favor of euthanasia or mercy killing what have you it's very if there's no consent it's murder that's right and so like in in the me before you book you feel very sympathetic to that person um who wants wants to die because of that condition in the cases that we are looking at today, I don't know the story know. in that story because I haven't seen or read it. And I know I said seen before read because I'm more of a movie yeah. person than a book person. Judge me. Go ahead. That's fine. But, like, being care, I obviously cannot relate, but I just don't understand, like, like even I, in like that circumstance, can, like you can, like you just want to die because, like you're because you're paralyzed. Like, like I just, I mean, I guess I can, I can try to, I can try to relate. I can try to empathize. It's hard for me because I'm not in that position, and I guess because you were able-bodied before and you had all these things before, yeah. and then you don't have them, but like. From my point of view, and, and I'm not dissing, I'm not, I'm not putting anyone's beliefs down. I just, if it were, if I were in that situation, like, I would try to live my life, you know, live my life the the best way possible. I Like I said, I don't know that book. It's, is it a work of fiction or is it No, it's fiction. It's fiction. All right, so it's a work of fiction, so I don't feel that bad. So, the letters, Nicole's chugging her beer. Holy shit. And she's drunk. The letters that... Wow. <sighs> I told you I was a chugging champion. The letters that Ivo... I never have doubted thee. Jen. Mm-hmm. The letters that Ivo Pauwe sent out mm-hmm. were, in my opinion, <laughs> a disgrace. Yeah, that's pretty effed up. But even a bigger disgrace. And the reason I wanted your help earlier, because I don't know the layout... The defense team of Ivo Pope Pop Pop Ivo Poop calls on Archbishop Bishop Arch Archbishop Arch Archbishop Josef de Chazel or Josef de Kezel. I don't know. Joseph. Can I, I don't see know. like what it's written like? If they bel- all are they all Belgian? Yeah, he's Belgium. So he's he is a Belgian cardinal. What's a cardinal? Cardinal is a step above the bishop but below the pope. Okay, so he Joseph de Cazel is a Belgian cardinal of the Roman Catholic Church and archbishop of Mechelen, Brussels. Oh yeah. Michelin? Yeah. Like the Michelin, the food Close service. The tire. Sure. Yes, he is the Pope like, of the you know Tire Makers, Michelin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's in charge of the rubber manufacturer. Tire. I do want to point out, we can't completely blame the former deacon here. Um, I'm not saying it's an excuse for what he did, but I am going to state in 1993, when a lot of these killings occurred, I told you about the diary with all the names. Right, with the crosses. So in 1993, when a lot of these murders occurred, he was 
stressed out because he was doing a house renovation. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? He was renovating his kitchen and he he was stressful. (laughs) Oh, dear. You know what that sounds like in our Pretty in Pink episode where... Um, the 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 colonel was upset because his wife had just he had just bought his wife his dream house. Tell us how hard it is, Nicole. Tell us how hard house renovate. Tell us about your experience renovating the house, Nicole. Okay, and how stressful it can be. Ceilings because these are high ceilings. I had to hire for the high ceilings. Oh, I did, but it's stressful. Myself, John tried to do that part. And it was really tough because, like, you have to get an extender and, like, a ladder. So we ended up hiring for the high ceilings. But everything that's a normal height ceiling, I did myself. Tell us how stressful, daunting that is. Because, I mean, if I was a deacon, I would be killing people. Literally, okay, if I had to renovate my kitchen, because uh, it's more it's more expensive than you think it's going to be, and it takes like three times as long as you think it's. So you would be. probably kill people with small air I bubbles. I mean, like absolutely, I would kill yeah. fucking people for that. Yeah, it's stressful. I mean, they you know I've heard before that a couple that can get through a kitchen renovation is a couple for life. We have not done the kitchen renovation yet. So perhaps so I like our the deacon, kitchen. what I'm trying to say is doing any kind of house renovation is daunting. It puts yes. a lot of stress on the family. So you what's think that? How do you think everything's going to be cheap and you're going to be able to do it all yourself and it's going to be like super yeah, fast. Yeah, so how do you relieve distress? You just inject some air bubbles like, into people. people. Exactly. It's I, not his yes. fault. So I'd probably like go on an eating binge. I do that too. Like pizza all the way. It's not his fault. He was doing, he was renovating his kitchen, damn it. You have to finish the beer. Finish the beer. It's not his, it was renovating his kitchen. You have two beers to finish, sir. I gotta finish your beer. Deacon of Death, the Deacon of Death, charged with 10 murders. Mm. January 22nd, 2018, his trial started. It was expected to last two weeks. They had 80 Mm. witnesses. Witnesses to testify, including the Archbishop. 80 witnesses. 80 witnesses. Wow. They wanted, the public prosecutors wanted life in prison. But after three hours of deliberation, the judge settled, jury settled on 27 years. What? No, just listen. Embarrassing. With his, his, what was the other one where they had to like retry every seven years? Listen, oh, Canada. Oh. No, it was in California. Dear Belgium. Whatever that Michael, one was. Michael, John like, Patrick Michael Kearney. Fucking stupid. Dear Belgium, please don't be like Canada. Listen. I'll have the, a word with them tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, will you? Yeah. What about in five years? I'm like going to because the in 20, tomorrow. Because in 2023, it's yeah. 2018. Mm-hmm. 2023, he's eligible for parole. Let's go can testify in 2023 because he served the the role is there that that's how that works it's a third he can serve a third of his time anyway of 27 he got 27 years he could serve a third of his time and then be up for parole but he's already been in prison since 2014 so that count that time counts so this motherfucker could be out in 2023 2023 2023 and he could be coming after your grandma oh granny Please hide. Or anything. He could be squirting them bubbles up in your veins. Okay, so fuck Belgium. The argue, his legal attorney said... It's not going to sit well. Exqueeze. We ask for a human punishment of no more than 15 years. Do it for the people here, as the lawyer pointed to his ex-wife that divorced him as soon as he got in the doghouse, with the, as soon as he confessed these murders. She's like, out, bitch. I trust you and everything, but fuck, I'm gone. I don't want any part of this shit. And then the three children that are adult children, they still believe in daddy. Daddy didn't do it. They're in fucking denial. If you listen to this three children, I'm sorry that your father is a fucking serial murderer, but you need to wake up and you need to separate yourself and let him fucking die. 
with a bad karma he's built up. Let that eat him alive. Hopefully he dies in prison, because if not, we're going to be seeing him again in 2023, and he's going to be coming after your grandma. I go see him in 2023. Yeah, you're going to go see him, all right. He's going to be putting them bubbles in your veins. Not if he dies of cancer first. Oh, yeah. What kind of cancer did he have? He didn't say. He didn't say. So here's a deacon, a former nurse, former deacon, spurting bubbles up people's veins. That's not okay. Writing letters to the victims. It's fucked up. And, And claiming it's a mercy killing. It's not his fault. And then the archbishop comes. Uh, uh, this is not his fault. He, uh, the power of the word, all that stuff. I'm sorry. The archbishop said it wasn't his fault. Can you the, say the that archbishop, in like a non-comical voice? The archbishop testified for him. That he was hired by the defense team to make sure to put in a good word for old Ivo Pope. Basically saying, hey, don't lock this guy up for too long. And then the his lawyers actually said, listen, this guy, cancer is bad. But cancer in prison is even worse. Who gives a shit? This guy has murdered 48 people. He needs to be put in a hole. Yeah. And given a can of sardines to eat, eat every day until he dissolves. Has anyone ever Dumb. had, like, at this table had sardines? In Caesar dressing. Like, like when not, make- no one else at this table has had, like, sardines from a can. My, my, no. My dad eats them in a can. I think it's gross. They no. creep like, me out. If you want to make, like, real good Caesar dressing, yes. You use sardines. No. I thought it was anchovies. You're right. Anchovies. Forget the sardines. But that's... Drunk. Guys, that's the story. Okay, I forgive you. They, the more of a story is you if you drink, baby. If you kill forty eight people, don't put it in a diary. That's the moral of the story. Well, yeah, a little cross. And also the the fucked up thing is, listen, if you ever listen to this Pope Ive Pope Ivo Pope, you need to confess, brother, because you killed all these people, and you did it because you're a serial murderer. You've got some mental issues. And you need to confess because you need to be not be selfish and you need to give you these families that. closures. It, it You're already going to hell. On, You're already going to burn in hell. But you need to at John, least clear your conscience here. I, John, I have the perfect script for him. This is all you need to say, Mr. Pope. Pope. These are my confessions. Just when oh. I thought I said all I could say, my chick on the side said she got yeah. one on the way. These are my confessions, man. I'm thrown. I don't know what to do. Guess I gotta give you part two of my confessions. Ivo, listen, those lyrics might not all apply to you. <laughs> but- Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the confession part. The confession part applies, Ivo. You need to Anyway, confess. can we go back to Belgium? Well, I thought that I, I thought that we killed that. Nailed it. Thank you guys for talking and listening to Talk Murder to me. Um we'll get back to you in a couple of days when Nicole gets back from her trip. We wish you safe travels and I hope that you have a great time at your friend's wedding and you get just as drunk t- as you were tonight. What are y'all doing? Why is there seven thin beers here on the table? What you pointing at? Listen, no, like it's, Nicole, I, mean, it's like, one, I said I was going to help like with the front yard, and who is up there scraping trees, palmettos, yeah. and getting concussed because they got hit in the head with That's a tree? Right. It ain't cheap. It was me. Oh no, I, I always think about who's going to visit, be at my funeral. There's like a thirty oh, beers here oh, on the table. You, me, finish this. No. I can't drink we this all until drink you drink together. together. I can't drink this. We all drink together. Rule number three. Cheers me. I was like, maybe it's yeah. Speaking tongues. The the yeah, I've seen that. (laughs) One couple. Are you going to bring us souvenirs? Jen. Chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That was Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Bridge and Uh. like here, it'd be an L-shaped island. Uh. Our listeners don't care. 
Babe. You want Finish to? it now. Chug. 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 That was my Babe? that was my index finger. No, it Babe? was not. Yes, it was. It finished certainly that, was finished not. That. Drunk. Oh, baby. Put, put, offers are off the table. Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene. But human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, look how many colors I can fit in a sunset. Human nature says, look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth. But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's all-natural acid and indigestion relief. A drug-free remedy for human nature. Available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.